0: Good Risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Today, I was sent a query from a magazine, and it was asking about abandonment issues. And I'm going to read the question here, and then I'm going to share with you what my answer was. So the question is, what are the most common signs and symptoms of abandonment issues? And if someone is seeing a mental health provider for abandonment issues, how would that provider determine whether they have those issues and how do they diagnose it? What treatments or coping methods are available? And when should someone seek professional help for potential abandonment issues? The last part of the question is, is there any advice for people helping a loved one through abandonment trauma? So first part of this question is that many, the answer to it, In terms of what are signs and symptoms of abandonment issues, is first I want to kind of back up and say a lot of people have quote abandonment issues. Early childhood experiences are the biggest contributor to developing abandonment issues, although they can also be developed throughout the lifespan based off of relationship experiences. Let's say you have a long-term partner and they just leave you or You experience the death of someone really important to you. It can also be related to genetic predispositions towards anxiety and environmental factors. For example, living in an area where there's a lot of danger or uncertainty. Abandonment issues tend to manifest into relational anxiety. However, there's also abandonment trauma. Two different things. Someone can experience Anxiety around abandonment, and it doesn't necessarily mean they were traumatized, right? Or they can experience anxiety and a lot of other things because they had abandonment trauma. Not everything is trauma, and we can still struggle with it, right? So I just want to make sure that I make that really clear. Often, the way that we think about abandonment issues plays out through insecure attachment styles. And what this means is that the way that we connect with others has a sense of insecurity. Within insecure attachment, there are three types of insecure attachment. Avoidant, ambivalent, which is also sometimes known as anxious, but I don't really like that term because all three of them have to do with anxiety, or disorganized. When people experience abandonment issues, they respond to connection with feelings of anxiety. At the baseline, they don't feel safe within their connections due to a belief that they're going to be left. And sometimes this might play out by being avoided. So it might be playing out by a person not letting others get too close to them, avoiding a vulnerability, avoiding closeness, avoiding long-term connection. It might even be avoiding sharing feelings. So you might have connections, but you don't really let other people know if you're struggling. It's kind of this thought process of, if I keep myself distant, then no one can hurt me. It might also play out with this type of person through commitment issues. So getting into a relationship, feeling really connected, and then finding ways to kind of devalue that relationship and jumping to another relationship that is, quote, better. Another way that attachment issues or attachment anxiety related to abandonment in the past might play out is by being really activated. So this ambivalence, also known as anxious attachment, motivates a person to behave in ways to prevent their abandonment. Whenever they sense abandonment, they might pursue the other person or threaten the other person in order to get them to stay around. And when people respond to abandonment issues that way, they'll find themselves hyper-focused on connection. And they might notice nuanced changes that to them indicates someone wanting to leave them or the potential for loss, even if that's not what it indicates, right? Maybe the other person's having a bad day and so they're being quiet, but to somebody with abandonment issues, they're going to read that quiet as meaning that there is the potential for loss. We also have disorganized attachment. Disorganized attachment is when relationships are confusing, like very confusing to us, In the past, we might have had an experience where the person who we loved who's supposed to keep us safe was also the person who would do things that were really hurtful. And so we might fear that somebody's leaving us, but then we might do confusing things to stop them from leaving us, right? So instead of saying, you know, don't leave me, I love you, we might say, fine, I don't care, I hate you. And so we have this really kind of fragmented way and sense of being in relationships. The next part of this question is asking, how does somebody diagnose abandonment issues? And I'm going to do that in the next episode. So make sure that you tune in tomorrow to learn about diagnosing abandonment issues. I'm Liz Earnshaw. I am the author of I Want This to Work. And you can find me on Instagram at LizListens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.